is a disaster, a podcast about disasters and the music they make us listen to. I'm Peter, and I'm here with my co-host, Lee. Hi. And another special guest that we'll get to in a minute. First thing, a few pieces of housekeeping. So we got a lot of new listeners. Thanks for coming. If you are interested in getting all the references that we make throughout these episodes, because we make a lot of them, not like inside jokes, but we'll go back and talk about episodes that we've talked about before. If you want like the full experience, I recommend you go back and check those out. You don't want to feel lost. No, you don't. I went to see Avengers Endgame. Oh yeah, the other day. I hadn't uh, seen which, any, any of the other. Ones. Right? Did you? Yeah. Anyway, I well, felt a little lost. <laughs> you don't want to feel like that. When you told me that, I couldn't believe that you you said you saw like Iron Man and then you saw Endgame. I saw <laughs> Avengers and Avengers Endgame. <laughs> so Years confused. So confused. Yeah. Anyway, don't do that. Don't Listen do to everything. That. Yeah. Also, we have a shop up and running now. If you want to check that out, we got a few sweet prints there. Well, we have one sweet print with a local artist. That's amazing. Real I think. sweet. We also have those postcards available there where if you send us your birthday, we'll send you a postcard about a disaster that shares your special day. So you never get too happy about how things are yeah, going in your life. Not that special. Also, you can download some bonus content there. So on to today's episode. Yes. About how it all ends. And <laughs> to tell us all about that, we've got Nuclear Norm, or as I learned today, you actually have a real name. That is true. It is Norm, however. Oh, okay. okay. But it's not Nuclear Norm. No, no, it is not. Okay, so <laughs> who are you? Uh, I guess <laughs> I am your childhood friend. <laughs> okay, well, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the reason the why you- has been lifted. This Good is guess. how you're able to get somebody on your show <laughs> <That's> to, <laughs> to return? Incremental. <laughs> Incremental. <laughs> uh, and, and it seems that you get me on these uh, space episodes. Yeah, because I know you're all about space. Yeah, yeah. So I actually don't have any formal training in astrophysics, so I don't know why Shit. you have me here. Uh, Peter. <laughs> I'm, I'm just an enthusiastic hobbyist, really. Okay, but you have some qualifications in the realms of physics. Uh, yes, I actually okay. have a master's and a PhD in electrical engineering. Awesome. And an undergrad bachelor's in engineering physics. Okay. Uh, and so, I also work in physics on the day-to-day basis. Okay. Well, so a little bit of an authority. Yeah. yeah. If well, I asked you about a topic <laughs> that you're interested in, chances are you know a lot about it. Yeah, like okay. I'm, I'm kind of your smart. science guy now, okay. but you're the one with three science degrees, <laughs> aren't you? I actually have engineering degrees. Well, <laughs> look. I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little inferior. Well... <laughs> Photon Pete didn't sound as cool, so <laughs> nuclear norm it is. Uh, okay, yeah, so what yeah. are you going to tell us about? Yeah, so I guess you've, you've, you've hyped it up a little bit, but little bit. we're literally talking about the ultimate disaster. Okay. Um, that's the end of the universe. Ooh. Echo, echo, echo. We can put an echo on that. Maybe no, there was well, an echo. Can you make on the words? Maybe echo there was or? an echo on okay. that. Maybe there was an echo on that. We put an echo on that. We put an echo Did on that. Did you hear that? We put an echo yeah. on that. I was trying to make a joke. I was trying to mirror. What, anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. So uh, end of the universe. So that's yep. that's trivial. Okay. No, just minor. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, breeze through it. You know. And it's it's kind of interesting. And they they use the term they. I'm going to use they and we a lot. Okay. I don't do any research on this, but I'm going <laughs> to act like I do because I'm talking about scientific it. community. Sure. Uh, the scientific community. They they call this deep time. Okay. And that refers to sort of a philosophical exercise, but thinking about what happened in the way far past okay. in the way future. Yeah. Okay. So obviously there's tons of creation myths with gods and sure. random stuff happening. And yeah. that mm-hmm. is obviously not scientific. Fair right. enough. Um, yeah. But kind of that's what existed in terms of what people thought 
the universe would end with up until quite recently. Sure. Right. Yeah. We talk about that a lot on the podcast, how history or like there's, there's, you have humanity and then history yeah. is like a little yeah. sliver right at the end. And yeah. then everyone just assumed, well, humans are all of history. Right. Yeah. Well, there's... we're the centerpiece. Yeah. I feel like we're going to hear that that's n that's not not the case. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, okay, the things existed. I don't know if you heard of dinosaurs before. Oh, <laughs> I love dinosaurs. I know. Well, there are dragons actually. Right. Dragons. <laughs> well, we'll go along with quote unquote dinosaurs. Okay. okay. With the scientific revolution, yep. which sort of happened in the late 1800s, 1900s. Okay. Yep. They decided that. Let's use science to try to figure out how the world started and maybe not just looking back at books and books and books and how many begats went, <laughs> went back then. Good approach. Uh, so they're able to actually utilize the strength of science to figure out the past. And okay. this is physics. Right. And yep. it, it's actually kind of you know humbling to think that just from equations, yep. we actually know that there was a beginning to the universe That's... and that there will be an end. Right. right. And that the universe is how it is. And this is something, you know, we've figured out in a hundred years. Right. Just from looking at equations on paper. Yeah. That always blows my mind to think about. Uh, first of all, the time scale, but second of all, I've always been very jealous of physicists and specifically people that understand math on that level <laughs> because I, in undergrad, loved physics, but sucked at the math. I could never get it to work, okay. but I, under, I saw the potential of what it could do. Yeah. And I guess the ultimate potential is talking about, for example, where the universe yeah, came and, from. And right? there's going to be some neat stories coming out of that. Sweet. Real soon. The other thing, the other <laughs> cool thing that you talked about, the, the hundred years, that came up recently. We were talking about the Apollo 1 program yeah. and the, the time scale and the fact that you go from the first flight to... Apollo 11 in like 66 years. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And, so, we, and like same thing. We went from uh, giant room sized computers to this awesome tablet that I'm reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So cool. Yeah. Uh, History, man. Yeah. Okay. Big strides. Yep. Yeah. So uh, the end of the universe, yep. the fact that we actually know that it even exists is humbling. Um, but what does the end even mean? Like, is the universe just going to fall off a cliff and right, then right. time stops? <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, it, it, you know, it's, it's hard to even comprehend what that even means. Yeah, right. Or what but, the beginning is for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the end is, yeah. is sort of vaguely described as the point where nothing can ever happen again. Okay, mm -hmm. fair enough. Sort of a state of maximum entropy. So entropy okay. is disorder. Right. So maximum disorder. Right. No more ability to extract any energy from the universe okay. ever again. Okay. That's and pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's crazy. Don't worry, it's not tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay. Got some time? Yeah. yeah. I don't even so, have a will yet. So classically, when people talk about the end of the universe, there's three scenarios that okay. they like to go through. Yeah. Realistically, there's only two, but okay. the third one is put in there for historical context. There's always a fun third one. Yeah. yeah so we'll, we'll talk about them. Let's just do a silly one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about all of those just because it's it's fun to go yeah. through. Before we actually get into any of the, the fun details, we need yep. perspective. I know we you guys do. love oh, perspective. Oh, we love perspective. <laughs> context. I know, I know. I, I got a whole bunch of numbers here. Oh, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> right. So. You've come to the right place. So, yeah. So, speeds. Yep. Humans are terrible at understanding numbers sure. and particularly speed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you're driving in your car down the highway. Yep. 100 kilometers an hour. Yeah. That's a speed you can picture. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, we can understand that speed. Yep. Uh, for Americans, that's 60 something miles per hour. Yeah. Six, just right, right yeah. around there. Yeah. yeah but mm -hmm. I have a, that, that's all my miles after this. Fair enough. <laughs> so like the, the car, that speed we can comprehend, yep. you know, you see a car going, yeah, that's a hundred kilometers yep. per hour. Right. Right. So that's a car. Yep. We, we realize that. Yeah. So something faster is a jet. Airbus okay. A380 is a, yep. is an airliner yep. mm -hmm. that cruises at 900 kilometers per hour. 
Okay. okay. Which in your mind, you're, you can think of, yeah, that's fast, but yeah. you can't really picture that because you've never seen you really can't. that you, cruising. You think... So, it's, so it's almost unpicturable, that speed. Yeah. Like I'm trying to conjure... So I went to see Formula One in Montreal a couple of years ago. That's okay. And on the straights... 300? Yeah. On, on straights yeah. in, in Montreal, I think it got up to like 320 kilometers. And you don't even see them. You just see a color blur go by. Basically, like I remember walking in there on, on TV because I use zoom lenses. It looks like yeah. they're like, yeah, whatever. They're puttering around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I remember walking into the place with uh, with my wife and just being like I'm like what was that yeah, and yeah. that was a car that's yeah. the car yeah. so yeah. three times that three speed. times that is what the a380 is cruising at can't. and like we can't even comprehend already that. our pea brains can't yeah. 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 yeah so you're gonna like this next one the fastest human-made object currently okay yeah. is the Parker solar probe Okay. Now, from that name, you can guess what it's doing. It's hurtling towards the sun. I was going to say probing the sun. <laughs> to launch a new... <gasps> to restart the sun? <laughs> we won't get into that. Listen to the film yeah. fiasco about that. So it, it was launched in 2018 to yeah. uh, okay. look at the sun. Okay. And it's currently the fastest object that we've ever created flying towards the sun. I feel like you're getting all these that. gravitational boosts. Okay. It's 342,000 kilometers per hour. Whoa! Uh, so th again, there's no comparable to that. We don't know. Like that's not something that you can even think of. Uh, Three hundred like, forty. Oh. So it's twenty thousand times faster than a Formula One car. Is that about right? <laughs> sure. Wow! Um, Did they slingshot it? Or? Yeah, yeah. It uses that? several. It's actually going to get faster because uh, it's it's going to slingshot multiple times until it can get Sheesh. faster than wow. the sun, and then take a look at it. That's Ooh. so cool. Yeah, yeah. So Careful for that ring gate. That's yeah. how you get smushed. <laughs> Expanse. Uh, anyone? Wrong. Wrong. wrong show. Okay. Right. But that's so, awesome. So three. Yeah, so wow, three hundred forty two thousand. That's that's the solar probe. That's okay. the fastest thing wow. we've ever made. Jeez. So the speed of light. Yep. Yeah. One point oh eight billion kilometers per hour. Right. So, so <laughs> it, it dwarfs yeah. everything we've been talking about is speed. Yeah. So that, that's fast. But notice that that is not infinity. Right. Well, it's yeah, not infinity it hour. Well, There's yeah, a limit. And this yeah. is the speed limit to the universe. Okay. And that's critical. Okay. As we'll see when we talk about other stuff that's big. The okay. speed of light? Speed of light. Is the, speed li is the universal speed limit? It's the universal speed limit. You cannot affect anything without... Uninvented quantum physics yet? Hmm. Okay, okay, okay. You cannot affect anything faster than the speed of light. That is everything, super cool. Yeah, <laughs> everything that, has its limitations. Yeah. Just that we know that number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but there, there is some new physics on quantum teleportation and so Ooh. on that entangled photons and, and so, so maybe on. it's not the speed limit. Maybe there are time bandits. It may or may not be the speed oh. limit to okay. causality. This is <laughs> everyone's this episode's going to take some thinking. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. So, but I love okay. the 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 one point zero eight billion <laughs> is huge compared to infinity. It's nothing. Right. It's such a nothing number. Yeah. As any number would be, but especially billion. Billion Billion's so nothing. There's that's you know. what a that's a, that's a seventh of the number of people on Earth. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's one way to think about it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't help. No, no I mean, yeah, like, like, oh, I can't can picture seven billion room, people. No. <laughs> I guess I could kind of picture the earth, but not even. You have no idea how big no. the earth is. You no. hear 30,000, you're like, ah, that doesn't mean anything. Planet. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So speed, that's yep. the limit of the universe. Wow. Now let's talk about distance. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's start big. New York to Hong Kong. Okay. That's a fairly long distance and okay. a pretty long flight. That's yep. 13,000 kilometers. Okay. Uh, yep. 15 hour flight. So okay. that's... That, that's one of the longer flights you can take. Okay. Um, 
13,000. Okay. So the distance from New York to the sun is 150 million kilometers, which is 860,000 New York to Hong Kong flights. Okay. It's <laughs> a lot of flights. Yeah. So we, we see we're that getting to the suck. point where these numbers are too big to express in kilometers. Yeah, I think yeah, you can yeah. watch Dr. Zhivago twice. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a joke for all my old movie. What's the next number? <laughs> yeah. So the distance is so large, we can't really express them in kilometers because right. like, this is like the nearest thing of importance to us. And we can, it's already a number that we can't even comprehend. Right. So we, yeah. we discussed them in terms of the speed of light. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as mm-hmm. you recall from your other video, right. the sun is actually eight light minutes away. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Meaning it takes light eight minutes to get it from the sun. Or in other words, when we see the sun, we're yeah. seeing it eight minutes ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and this is going to be a really important concept. Okay, that's good enough. So, other distances. The yep. nearest star system to yep. us yep. is Alpha Centauri. Okay, right, and that is forty-one trillion kilometers away. Okay, which mm. again, that's a number pretty yep. high. Mm-hmm. That's four point three light years. Jeez. So four point three years of traveling at one point zero eight yeah, billion yeah, yeah, kilometers yeah. At the an hour. speed of light, and this is the nearest star <laughs> system to us. Okay, this is like the nearest, the next nearest thing of importance. This is gonna, this episode yeah. is gonna get real lonely. Yeah. And, think. and and think about like in twenty fifteen, right? Yeah. Like yeah. we had Obama as president. I was still in yeah. school. Your son wasn't born. Yeah, <laughs> like right, it's, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And then this, that's like the, that's what's happening. Oh, yeah. When that light <laughs> left here, like think of twenty fifteen. That's crazy. Wow. That is bonkers. That's why I, I'm just going to sidebar for sure. a second. Do it. Of course, I believe there's life yep. elsewhere in the universe. Yeah. I personally yep. don't think there's any way they could come here. Yeah. Just based on that number. That's yeah. the closest. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean there's anything there. Right. There's yeah. probably not. Yeah. Aliens but, aren't coming here. Like, not, why do we assume that they can get here? We can't get there. <laughs> right. And I know there's a whole system yeah. of theories as to how and why yeah. and how it I feel That's like that is a podcast. colossal can of worms. Oh, yeah. Because I have a lot to say about that. I just wanted to say it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Cause... Now you know our stance on that. Well, mine. <laughs> Please. Yeah. So you're saying alien. <laughs> Peter's an alien. That's, well, I, what you said is the kind of thing an alien would say. So... Guys. <laughs> Next up, the Andromeda Galaxy. So this okay. is the yeah. closest galaxy to us. Right. Okay, oh, okay, 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 okay. Right. So... Yeah, Alpha Centauri was the closest star, star system within system. the Milky Way. Yeah, yeah. so gotcha, within the Milky gotcha. Way, okay. Andromeda is the closest galaxy okay. to the Milky Way. Gotcha. That is 2.4 times 10 to the 19 kilometers away. Okay. <laughs> There's not even a word to describe that number. That's okay. why we have to use scientific notation. Okay, That's fair enough. 2.4 with 18 zeros after. Uh, uh. Okay, and I know you like not like you like yeah. analogies that yeah. are pointless. Yeah, <laughs> two point four times ten to the nineteen is more kilometers yeah. than there are grains of sand on Earth. Ugh, easily I would think. Right, that's, so that, that's Andromeda. Okay, Jeez. you want to know how many light years that is? Yes, yes, two and a half million light years. So we haven't. <sighs> and I heard something about like. The Milky Way is going to collide with another. Abs- yeah, yeah, it's with Andromeda. Yep, it, oh, is. it is. Andromeda is actually coming to. I'm not necessarily going to talk to about okay. it, but it but is. What I heard is it won't affect us. anything. Yeah, because the space is so vast, oh. it'll just it won't something. Yeah. So when, <laughs> so it's not like collide. It's just like the borders well, it's are going to envelop or yeah. something. They will just go through each other, gravitationally interact, right. and they become yeah, one galaxy. It'll be oh, like a nice like, in about five billion years. Okay, when you add something to soup, just to sprinkle another level on top of your sidebar about alien life. So this is the kind of thing where we're seeing light 
and presumably we would be getting transmissions that are two million years old, yep. right? All right. Yep. So even if a society yeah. at our level yep. of technology yeah, sent yeah, out yeah. a transmission, we'll shoot it out there. We're going to get yeah. back to them in four million years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, okay. if they are someone, the Andromedans are using a ultra powerful telescope somehow, yep. and they're looking at Earth at this exact moment that yep. I'm saying these words. Yeah. They're seeing Homo habilis walk around. These are like the first right. of the genus Homus that evolved <laughs> so cool. into Homo sapiens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're seeing at this moment. Oh, that's, that's nuts. And they're like, oh, oh. you stupid apes. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going there. Yeah. Waste of Although, time. Presumably they also understand how light works. Yeah. <laughs> if, they <can. laughs> if they can get that far, they're probably but a little that is, more advanced. That's so cool. Physics is yeah. amazing. Man. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So with this, we can see that the light that we're seeing, receiving right now. Yeah. We're getting it from places of different distances. Right, yeah, yeah. And the further something is away when we see it, yeah. the further back in time we're seeing it. Yeah, okay. So we're actually mm. looking back in time the yeah. farther away we look. So cool. Right. And like so we're we can stars see stars that don't exist anymore. Yeah. Right. And we can see galaxies that are, you know, tens of, or, you know, 10, 11, 12 billion years old. These are the right. first galaxies ever formed after the Big Bang, and we're seeing that light now. <gasps> Whoa. Really kind of puts things in perspective. Yeah. Maybe taxes aren't that important. Yeah. Uh, in, in the short term, probably. Sure they are. Yeah. It's yeah. taxes. Don't it's a taxes. cute problem. Just, it could be wow. a problem. That's, but geez. That's the kind of, I know we haven't even gotten into how the universe is going to oh, end. Yeah. This is all preamble. <laughs> but I feel like this is already speaking to a lot of why we started this podcast. Helping you put your day-to-day into the perspectives. Yeah. Where it's, you know, maybe you had a bad day, but at least you weren't hit by a tsunami. Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe you had a bad day, but the rest of the universe is a number of miles that doesn't have a name away, right? <laughs> it's one yeah. way to look at it. That's that's cool. I think it could be helpful sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the, the universe is large if you... Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay, so it's yeah, yeah, big. Okay. I don't know if okay. you figured out how large yeah. it is. Big's an appropriate yeah. word. Yeah, yeah. Big, we're, we're going to get into actually even how big it is, and it's okay. probably bigger than you think. Okay. I don't even know what to think about <laughs> yeah. it at this point. I just think it's like big, big. And the way I would express that is to scream the word big at the top of my lungs (laughs) from the day I was born until the day I die. (laughs) That'll do it. That wouldn't Mm -hmm. really cover it. Yep. It's the best I can do. It's a lot of eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go on. What's next? Yeah. So for the majority of human history, basically what we now know as the Milky Way is what everyone thought the entire universe was, because that's what you can see when you look up in the sky at night, you know, on a clear night when you and I go to the... Go look at stars. Yep. Yep. Most of what you see is the Milky Way, and those yeah, are right. stars in our our, our local uh, local galaxy. Yep, yep. And people just assume, oh, that's everything. Yeah. And like it's What's still you know it's absolutely it's you could sit enough. there and count them, but it's yeah. going to be a hundred billion. You know, there's a hundred billion little specks out there. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. You, you think that's got to be all of it. Yeah. That's that's all. And that's another. <laughs> sorry, I know that I don't mean to derail this conversation, <laughs> but it's another thing that we've talked about before too, where you can understand the thinking of people in the past yeah, of course we talked it came oh, yeah. up with uh, ancient athens and medicine where it's like the it's the best they had yeah. right? right it's just like when you think about all the uh i guess the indigenous people's stories about how their campfires from other people far away i remember hearing that mm-hmm. at one point like that's the best they know sure and these people didn't have you know high-res cameras right. that can take you know 30 second exposures so yeah. they don't there's even many more stars that they're not even oh, seeing yeah. they're just seeing the ones that are bright enough to see with your yeah, eye yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's that's all there is up there you guys well how do you know this oh come on yeah it can't be more than well come that. on these, these guys didn't even know that the stars were a sun were suns well, yeah, right? that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. these are primitive people it's just yeah. super cool that that we're at a point now that. where we're using super 
high tech equipment and math that didn't exist, but we're still doing the same thing. Yeah, just trying to figure out where we are. Yeah, right? cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, fast forward. Finally, this is something modern. Okay. Nineteen fifteen. Yep. I know you guys love dates. We do. Mm. Uh, it's right during the First you, World War. Yeah, you may have heard of this guy, Albert Einstein published his general theory of relativity. Okay. Mm. And this was uh, his description of gravity, and it was essentially done to sort of update or correct Isaac Newton's description of gravity. Okay. Mm. So Newton, in 1687, developed uh, his theory of gravity as to how gravity works, and it comes up with all your basic equations that you learn in high school about how large mass attracts each other. Yep. And Isaac Newton described gravity as a force, which acts instantaneously. Okay. And remember, speed of light, how things instantaneously... Right, so it can't be. Uh, ...between two bodies. Right, right. Mm. And that generally works for almost everything that you're going to come across in your daily life. Okay. Newtonian physics, throwing a football, driving a car, right. F equals MA, that's... Yeah. You know, that, that works. Okay. okay. But there are certain things that were weird that didn't jive with Newtonian physics, or okay. Newtonian gravity. Yeah. One of them, and this is sunshine again... Okay. <laughs> The orbit of Mercury. Ooh. So the orbit of Mercury yeah. isn't circular. Okay. Mercury actually has an eccentric orbit, which means it is kind of oval-like. Right. Okay. And the sun isn't in the middle of that oval. It's on the edge of the oval. Weird. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. And so it processes around kind of yeah. like a clock, actually. It spins around and, and, and okay. its rotation processes. Interesting. Wow. And there's no explanation for that in uh, Newtonian gravity. Right, okay. And in fact... Prior to Einstein, yeah. everyone believed there must be another planet there. Right. Okay, right, right. Parallel, or not parallel, but like yeah. in conjunction with Mercury causing this weird orbit. And right. they were just never able to see it. They said it must be here based mm. off of how Mercury is orbiting, but yeah. it wasn't there. Oh. And that's when they really realized something is weird with gravity. Okay. So Einstein didn't necessarily develop his theory just to target that one question, enough, but yeah. it was <laughs> also to come up with a better understanding for gravity okay. right. as as this instantaneous force wasn't jiving for him. Right, right. Okay. Good so, jumping off point. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he developed his his theory and you may have heard of this. I'm not going to explain a ton of it, but he describes gravity not as a force, but as a curvature of space time. That is something that I can picture from huh. videos that I've yeah. seen. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um, what What is that? Interstellar? Yeah, that's right. a pretty yeah. decent job of explaining it. For, okay. and, and it's essentially so that it's not a force. It, it is literally space yeah. and time curving and bending due to large mass. Right. Uh, okay, and, so the visualizations I've seen, I'm not sure, maybe they're just for the sake of being able to picture it, but it's whenever you have like a planet, it's always like a plane with a funnel. Where yeah, the planet yeah. Is, they right? talk about, um, right. so we can't picture 3D space bending. Yeah. So it, it doesn't, it's, it's, it's strange for yeah. us, but in a 2D example, yeah. space is a 2D sheet and you have a bowling ball, which is the sun and it yeah. sinks in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then if you picture like Mercury is a marble, if you yeah. throw it in one direction, you yeah. can see that it could just spin around and process around. I see. Okay. Okay. Um, depending on how, yeah, how yeah. much momentum you give it and how much spin you give it. So Einstein, he just came up with the math for this. Sure. It's just a bunch of equations. He wasn't specifically using it to target any solution he okay. just came up with his description of gravity yeah. and it happened to explain the mercury orbit Convenient. it also happened mm. to predict things that at the time were inconceivable things okay. such as black holes okay yeah. and gravitational waves okay and every other prediction that einstein's uh equations yeah. actually predicted yeah have all been proven Huh. <laughs> decades later, like uh, yeah. gravitational waves was just per, like just measured a few years ago. Okay. And that was the last aspect of general relativity that needed to be proofed. That's cool. Pretty smart guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Nailed it. Yeah. yeah. There was something quite interesting, though, that came out of his equations. Okay. And he determined that the universe had to be expanding. Okay. Hmm. And that was in the equation. Like, he, he wasn't like, I need the universe to expand. Right. I want to make this. Yeah. He calculated his equations, yeah. developed them out, and, and it noticed that the density of the universe had to be changing. It couldn't be constant. Okay. So if the density is changing, that means either matter yeah. is being created out of nowhere, right. which isn't, that's, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, right. Or space is being created out of nowhere and space is increasing. Huh. Hmm. Okay. And he initially had that same expression that you guys are having yeah. and said, well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so he did what most people would have done at the time. Yeah. And he just added a fudge factor to his equation okay. <laughs> to negate out the expansion of the, of space. Okay. okay. And it was small enough just to cancel out that expansion right. and keep the universe stable. Interesting. Hmm. And it didn't affect any gravitational stuff. So he put in this thing called the cosmological constant that canceled out the expansion of the universe. I'm going to do a sidebar here that is probably going to get cut out, but just maybe for your guys' sake, you haven't heard it yet because you haven't heard part two of Tinmouth Electron mm-hmm. yet. So Donald Crowhurst, one of the books that he took with him is Relativity. Okay. Uh, and when towards the end of his voyage, he was losing his mind, he would obsess over it. Oh, spoiler. To the point where... <laughs> spoiler, he, he lost his mind. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> he lost his mind. But he would obsess over it to the because... Like at that point, he was already clearly unhinged and he read about the cosmological factor mm-hmm. and he interpreted it as Einstein giving himself the power just through thought to change the way nature is. <laughs> and he thought, Crowhurst thought that that was his goal is that by just thinking about the way that nature could be, he could make it so. So if you're not, if you want to know more about what we're talking about, go back and listen to the Tinmouth Electron Part one, part two, episode two, because some of us haven't heard episode two. We record some things in advance. Recording stuff in the past. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's, it's an interesting connection. It's interesting because Mm. he calls it, he refers to to his philosophy as the philosophy of the cosmic mind. And I I, I guarantee that's where it came. He's really not going to like what happens next then. Yeah. I wish he didn't go crazy and he survived to hear the rest of it. Yeah, nobody really... Anyway, let's get back to it. Yeah, so Einstein, uh, cosmology content, he predicted that the universe had to be expanding, Mm -hmm. um, but figured that can't be true, so he canceled it out. Okay. And general relativity was here. Okay. One year later, American astrophysicist named Vesto Slipher. So these astrophysicists are going to have some cool names. (laughs) Astrophysicists, sorry, astronomer. Okay. Astronomers are going to have some pretty cool names. So Vesto Slipher, what he was doing is he was measuring light from what at the time were called spiral nebulae. Okay. And he was measuring the light from these spiral nebulae. Yeah. Okay. So spiral nebulae are like nebulas. They're, you know, colorful blobs of smudges of gas. Mm -hmm. But the spiral ones were spirally instead of amorphous cool okay cool so he was measuring these things Mm -hmm. and he noticed that they were actually all moving away from us so he determines this by measuring the light from these um these spiral nebulae the wavelength of the light yeah and he's determined that the light is redshifted so redshift is is analogous to the doppler effect right so if you have a light source and it's moving away from you the light waves get stretched out 
Right. Because mm-hmm. it, you're, it's the source is moving away from you. Yeah, yeah, right. Right, right. And uh, by stretching, it means they become longer. Yeah. The red wavelengths are longer, so they call it red shift. Even yeah. if you shift beyond red, it's still called red shift. Right, right, something okay. is moving away from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if something is moving towards you, yeah. it's called blue shift. Okay. So the only th- thing in the sky that's blue shifted is yeah. Andromeda. So Andromeda is blue oh, shifted. Right, that's how we know it's, gonna, that's, right, it's hurtling right, right. towards us. Huh. Um, cool. Every other quote-unquote spiral nebulae mm-hmm. is redshifted. Right. Meaning it's moving away from us. Okay. okay. And this is a first hint of something more interesting. Ooh. Hmm. Already pretty interesting, but yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> uh, 1924. Yep. Edwin Hubble. Yep, sure. Astronomer. Rings a bell. <laughs> uh, he did something that Slifer didn't. He yep. was able to measure the distance to these spiral nebulae. Okay. Now, it seems like that is easy, but it's actually really hard to measure distances. Can't just use a rule. Could he use dead reckoning? (laughs) 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 Well, if you have a 2.4 million light year ruler, you could possibly reach him. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, But yeah. Yeah, How would he do that? Uh, there's a real long story about that in in terms of he measures the brightness of of certain pulsating stars. Sure. The brightness of... Uh, brightness drops at yeah. one over r squared. There's a lot of math. Sure, okay. He, so, basically, he's able to determine the distance of how okay. far stars are. Super cool. Or, or yeah. um, the nebulae yeah. were. Yeah. And he determined that these nebulae yeah. were way too far away to be part of our galaxy. Okay. They, instead oh. of being tens of light years, hundreds of light years away, they yeah. were millions of light years away. Okay. So these oh. smudgy nebulae were actually galaxies. Huh. The horrifying so, realization at, that there's more. Exactly. Right. <laughs> at that time, oh, they that didn't is, know other galaxies existed. Right, they just right. were like, oh, this is a spiral nebulae. And they're like, oh, that's a galaxy. Oh. Wow. Oh, and these galaxies each have hundreds of billions of stars, trillions of stars. 1924, you said? 24. <laughs> that seems super recent. Like, yeah. did, did they not have an inkling at this point? Probably. I believe, uh, what's it, uh, Immanuel Kant? Okay. Yeah. Ha- uh, had the suggestion that there were island universes out there. Okay. But okay. it was more like, I'm just saying there are island universes sure. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't actually know. But That's, this is evidence. That kind of gave He me... was a philosopher, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he so was just saying, just like, sort of, yeah. He's like, if... maybe that's a universe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's a universe. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Haunt. Stop postulating. <laughs> yeah. You're going to make my life Let real difficult in a few work. years. Yeah. <laughs> That's... But that like almost that's like chills kind of thing. Yeah, like oh, where you realize that that's a galaxy. Yeah. You're, you're like, seeing oh, stars. Shit. You're like, oh, the, this is the Milky Way is yeah. big, and then you're like, oh, every one of these is a Milky Way. Yeah, uh, and there's more of these than there are stars that we can see. Yeah, yeah, guys, that's you're not going home to dinner tonight. I feel We're like late. people had an idea maybe of what existential dread was <laughs> <laughs> until you learn that there are. Until you feel. God's foot crushing you. Right. (laughs) Wow. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not actually the important thing that Hubble did, though. (laughs) (laughs) He measured the distance (laughs) to to the nebulae. Okay. He also was able to measure their redshift to determine how fast they were moving. Oh, cool. So he knows the distance and their speed. Yep. Now, he was able to plot them, and he noticed that the further away a galaxy was from us, the faster it was moving away from us. Okay. Hmm. Uh, and that that's physically, that's strange. Right. But this is actually direct evidence that the universe is expanding and that space is expanding. Right. Because okay. if you picture the galaxies themselves aren't moving through space okay. faster and faster as right. they're further away. Yeah. But it is actually space is expanding between the galaxies. Okay. 
So uh, if you picture a balloon yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, with yeah. a bunch of dots on it yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. say each dot is a galaxy yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's deflated, yeah. as you blow it up, yeah. every dot moves away from every other dot. Right. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. And right. If, if it uniformly expands such that the space between each dot is separate, yeah. then a dot that's... 10 dots away yeah. is moved 10 times more than one that is oh, one away. And yeah. so it appears that yeah. that one is moving away faster. I see. So mm. it, so it's not that they are moving. It is that the space is increasing between them. That's a cool analogy. And that, that is the expansion of the universe because the density is decreasing. Right, right, right. And each dot gets bigger when you blow the balloon up. And everything, <laughs> nope. everything gets bigger. You're going off the rails. That's why I'm fat right now. <laughs> fatter. I don't think that's... No. no. That's how it works. That's the Cheetos. The scientist. <laughs> no, it's science. Oh, okay. Norm said. Well, fair enough. Okay. True wow. science. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Mm. So, Hubble ex- observed that the universe is expanding. Okay. Okay. And that means Einstein was actually right. Oh, he doesn't need the fudge factor. Exactly. Hey, hey. he was right the whole time. That's awesome. Uh, so yourself. Einstein actually yeah. admitted Albert. that. He made a mistake putting in the fudge factor, and he should have trusted his math, because that's what his math said that was the universe was expanding. <laughs> and he actually, in theory, other than he published yeah. it with the fudge factor, well, sure. he could have predicted the expanding universe decade before anyone even thought that that could have even existed and ev- any evidence appeared. Wow. Mm. Like, that's one of the ultimate examples of trust your gut. Yeah, you know, like a multiple like, choice. Oh, but that can't be. Uh, Every time I like trust the math. Well, trust the math, <laughs> well, but trust your abilities. I've never <laughs> corrected a multiple choice answer to the right one. I've only ever erased the right yeah. answer and made it wrong. Always gone galloping away from your first best instinct. Trust your instinct. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, that, I don't know why I got super excited about Einstein's vindication there. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, so fun fact. Yep. Uh, at the time. Astronomy was not considered physics. <laughs> okay. So well, this discovery, yeah. which you know, it's revolutionary for yeah. our understanding of the universe, uh, yeah. wasn't eligible for the Nobel Prize in physics. Oh, come on. Mm. Yeah. But That's... after Hubble's death, yeah. uh, the Nobel Committee decided that, yes, this is eligible. But okay, they don't important. hand out prizes posthumously. Oh, come on. <laughs> so he didn't get a he never no got Nobel it. Prize no, no. for Einstein? Oh, no. Okay. oh no, 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 this isn't for Einstein. This is for or, Hubble. Yeah, sorry, Hubble. Hubble. Uh, Einstein did get a Nobel Prize, right. but not for general relativity. He actually got it for the photoelectric effect. Huh. Huh. Yeah, he actually got it for his contribution to quantum physics, not okay. Not uh, well, at least he got he got something. He got, he's pretty prolific, that's a, dude. That's a huge bummer for Hubble. Yeah, I guess, I, I guess he only changed our entire perspective on the universe. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but astronomy is just telescopes looking at stars. Yeah. So. But, you know, the Nobel Prize isn't really that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. Fair Hubble enough. got a telescope named after well, him, which sure. is even better. Sure. No, of course. Everyone of course. knows that. He's name. still in space right yeah. now. Or his name is. Yeah. That's cool. So, a little bit of perspective. Yep. This discovery was in, what, 1924. Yep. Yeah. So, this is realistically in our grandparents' lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, when our grandparents were born, it was just assumed that the universe was steady state, existed yep. forever, and will exist forever in its current state. Yeah. Right, right. And in their lifetimes... Uh, it, it got to like oh, it, everything's expanding. There's a big bang. Yeah, we understand all of this physics in, in, in one human lifetime. That is bonkers. That's crazy, and it explains a lot of the sci-fi movies in the 30s and 40s and 50s. <laughs> and the moon with a rocket in its eye. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you guys like sidebars uh, on the show. No, we'll, get we'll to we'll the tolerate point. one. Okay. <laughs> all right, uh, Hubble. This current space telescope yep. that's actively right now is called the Hubble Space Telescope, yep. and it was launched in 1990. So, so normally the the Hubble telescope is used to look at stars, yep. galaxies, 
you, 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 you're like, I want to look at something interesting. I'm going to point it over there and look at it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So in 1995, they decided to try something new. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what if we looked at nothing? Okay. Oh, okay. So they decided to point the the uh, telescope at a blank piece of space okay. that was mm. outside of our plane of our galaxy. So we would see none of our stars oh, okay, okay. In, in this picture. Sure, yeah, yeah. And they're like, let's just image this and see what we get. Yeah. Now, if you're listening at home, yeah. Google Hubble Deep Field. Mm. Okay. Um, and maybe and we'll link to that in yeah, our show notes. Yeah, we can notes link too. to that yeah. in, our, in our show notes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and basically what this was, was they imaged an area of the sky that yeah. was about the size of a pinhead held at arm's length. That's kind of okay. the area they, they okay. imaged with this. Okay. Over, I think, 10 days, multiple exposures. Right, okay, And they yeah. stitched all the pictures together. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the picture they got was this, and I'm, I'm showing you guys a, a photo of it, Whoa. and you can look at the notes. This is a pitch black area of sky. Okay. With super long exposure. So you're seeing hundreds, thousands yeah. of specks on uh-huh, this picture. Uh-huh. And those are each... Each is a galaxy. Mother. With 100 billion stars. And these are... This is a blank space of sky. Oh, my God. I mean, I've seen that picture, but I didn't realize everything, all the information. Yeah. Yeah. The the context of what this is now is is crazy. It makes it amazing. And you see... I'm just... I'm retroactively crapping my pants. That is... Like, there's so much... There's a lot going on. There's so much life in there. This Mm -hmm. is Photoshop, so that the colors are more towards our eye palette. Yeah, usually... But the redder galaxies are the ones that are more red-shifted. So right, those okay. are further, further away. away. So okay. some of these galaxies okay. are baby galaxies, yeah, yeah. billions of light years away. Yeah. Uh, and this is like a photo looking yeah. back through time. Here. Yeah. That's, that is like, that's like when a horror movie has a reveal where it's something that has been in the frame the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking specifically, and Norm's going to appreciate it. I'm thinking specifically of Tony Collette in Hereditary, yeah. when she's like Crawling in the background yeah. and you don't notice that she was there until she starts moving. Yeah. That's the same feeling I get realizing that. I've seen this picture before too, looking at it and realizing that those are all galaxies in the space that Norm just said they were. Yeah. Pitch Tiny black, pinhead, pinhead, pitch black. Yeah. yeah. This is, uh, a, uh, I think, 132 millionth of the sky. Is, this, oh my is that area? God. So there's, yeah. there's 32 yeah. million times more potentially. Uh, this will get into so some other, yeah. <laughs> other philosophy. Yeah. That's, that's, these are the galaxies we can see. Okay. It is quite possible yeah. that the universe is infinite. Okay. Mm. Really? Uh, yeah. But then, don't, I was, d- don't worry about it. I <laughs> asked an actual rocket scientist that. Yeah. It's like, is the universe infinite? And yeah. Her answer was, it's not infinite, but it's boundless. Mm, which I didn't really know what to do with. But I'm just now. <laughs> Somehow I'm, now that's I'm more unsettling. That. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. So yeah, we haven't same? even got to any of the, uh, the the end scenarios yet. We're oh, still talking about now. <laughs> good Lord. Uh, I'm not sleeping tonight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but to put one of the, like, to, to, to preface one of the, the ends and yep. all of the ends, we need to go to the beginning. Okay. Awesome. So we've heard of this big bang. We have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the consequences of the idea that, or not the idea, the yep. observation that all the galaxies are moving away. Yep. Mm-hmm. Means that at some point they were closer. Right, yeah. And right, then right, right. at some points they were even closer. Right. And we can rewind that expansion to yeah. the, the idea that, okay, then every, at one point everything must have been really close together. Yes. And th- that's where the Big Bang came from, where people mm-hmm. were just like, look, obviously all these are moving away. They must have been in one, one infinitely dense point right before this. Right, yep. And people didn't really like that because it implied that time was created. Right. Well, yeah, that's always been my kind of issue with that's, it, I guess. That's the big stumbling block. There's yeah. a point where, like, I... I 
completely buy in and then I just don't worry about it before that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fact that there was a before. Yeah. That's the uh yeah, that's the real mind mind twister yeah. because how do we even know that the Big Bang actually happened? Right. Right? Like you see everything yeah. moving away. It's like, oh yeah, it makes sense. Everything was coming yeah. from the one point, or at least they were close together at some point. But how do yeah. we know the Big Bang actually happened? Fair enough. Well, there's actually theoretical physicists that have done all the calculations for you. Oh, good. Oh, that's convenient. Uh, and <laughs> In sure. 1946, okay. remember I was telling you how astronomers have cool names? Yep. Yes. Uh, two radio astronomers, yep. Arno Penzias yep. uh-huh. uh, and Robert Wilson. Uh, Arno's cool. Yeah, yeah Arno. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, yeah. they were radio <laughs> cool. astronomers, so yep. they measure microwaves in space. Yeah. And they accidentally discovered this microwave uh, noise okay. in every direction. Mm. Okay. No matter where they pointed. Right. And they, they wrote a list of things that it could be and mm-hmm. filtered them all out. So they, yeah. they pointed it at a, a large city. Yeah. Still had noise. Pointed right. it at an empty field. Right. Still noise. Okay. Pointed it out of our galaxy. Right. Still noise. Hmm. So they determined that this microwave noise was coming from all directions. Okay. Everywhere in space. Right. Not even from our galaxy. Pointing the other side of the galaxy. Right. right. From an unknown source. <laughs> yeah. Now, at the time, there were these physicists at MIT who yeah. were developing their math for the Big Bang and what must have happened to the Big Bang. Right. And they heard about this. Yeah. And they were saying, this is exactly what our theory predicts. Wow. Huh. So, in the early universe, when uh, after the Big Bang happened, yeah. uh, it, matter... Or sorry, the, the the universe was extremely dense mm. and hot, yeah. Yeah. and matter didn't exist in its in terms of uh, stable atoms. Okay. It was all ions. So meaning you have the the center part of the atom, right. and no electrons were bound to the atom. Okay. So we had all uh, plasma, mm-hmm. which is what is in, in a, a star is plasma. Oh, I remember so that because it's yeah. really really hot. It, the atoms can't hold on to their electrons. Oh okay. So mm, that cool. the entire universe had matter everywhere in the form of plasma yep okay and it was so hot it was glowing right. so the entire universe was glowing orange okay but because there were electrons everywhere yeah the photons that were emitted would just scatter off of the electrons and then go away mm-hmm. so the universe was actually opaque okay it, in the cl- in the short range it was yeah. orange but you would not be able to see things particularly okay. far away okay right. do you have hard. an idea of like what what size are we talking about uh no clue. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I just, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, maybe nobody has an idea. It's but several light, it's still, you know, several big still. light years okay, distance okay, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of, of your range of seeing, but you'd not be able to see, like, able there's, to see there's no, it. yeah. it's super hot everywhere, there's matter everywhere. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can't really, like, you wouldn't be able to see anything. Yeah, yeah, when is enough. this in relation to the Big Bang? About 400,000 years after the Big Bang. Okay. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So at this point, there's all this matter, and there's, it's opaque, but in the short range, it's yeah. orange. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, eventually, as the universe expands a little more yeah. and starts cooling, yeah. it gets to the point where the atoms are cooled enough that they can take their electrons in and okay. bind to electrons, and then you actually have stable atoms. Okay. Right. Yep. And when those electrons disappear, it means the light is free to actually propagate. Okay. So at this point, matter is everywhere in the universe. Yep. And that, and the light is everywhere in the universe, and mm. there's no more free electrons to bounce off of. So this mm. light propagated throughout the universe. Okay. And it was essentially the first light ever emitted after the Big Bang. Okay. That actually propagated any significant distance. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so yeah. you can consider it the first light of the Big Bang. Okay. And this is what the physicists predicted. Okay, so those are the microwaves. Yes. So okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
They predicted that after 13.7 billion years, that orange light would have redshifted into the microwave spectrum. Huh. Hmm. Oh, I see. Okay. And this is called the cosmic microwave background. Ooh. Oh, I think and, I've heard that term. Before. And yeah. when you measure the uh, the spectrum of the cosmic microwave background, yep. it is exactly uh, the the spectrum that they predicted it would be, which okay. is essentially a perfect black body. Again, that's a physics term for sure. how the shape of the spectrum. Okay. Okay. But it is exactly as they predicted. That's so this cool. cosmic microwave background yeah. is essentially proof that the Big Bang happened. Huh. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. And I mean, it's no in, YouTube video. But. In 2000. Yeah, these guys actually won the Nobel Prize for it, too. Okay, wow. good. For, good. for discovering it. And uh, So finally, astronomy is yeah, recognized. <laughs> well, okay, for sure. Gaining some ground. <laughs> yeah. So in the 2000s, I yeah. think the European Space Agency launched yeah. a satellite to actually measure the cosmic yeah. microwave background. Yeah. So if you Google cosmic microwave background, the okay. picture you get is the map that they did with their satellite, and that okay. is as far as we can have a picture of the Big Bang because Ooh. light didn't propagate prior to that. Oh, mm. that's pretty awesome. Wow. Gee whiz. I'm glad that that story went that way because when you started saying microwaves and detecting microwaves everywhere they pointed it, in my mind, I was like, they're sisters microwaving popcorn or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. screwing with all their Shut readings. Shut that off. Yeah. <laughs> Does it matter that I've been making popcorn this whole- Yes! <laughs> Trying to do science! For an hour. Yeah. Guys, it's 1964 or 46. <laughs> Turn off your cell phones. <laughs> okay, that is that is super cool. Okay, so Big Bang. Yeah, so right. the Big Bang certainly happened after at least that amount of stuff. And we know, okay. we actually, like again, sidebar, They the physics is understood about the Big Bang. Yep. All the, like, all the way down to something like 10 to the minus 30 seconds. So 10 right. point zero, 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 30 yep. zeros and a yep. one yep. after the big bang. Okay. We understand the physics after that, that point. Okay. Okay. Just need that Ugh. last little bit. <laughs> that last little sliver. That's, you want to piss <laughs> off a physicist? Hey, what happened? What happened before the big bang? <laughs> Shut up is what happened. But, Working on it. <laughs> but that is, oh, that's so frustrating. I have no idea what time it is or how long we've been going, oh, uh, but but we finally reached the first possible end scenario oh, for right. the universe. We, need, we like having a lot of background to know what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So I feel either, like... Either you're yeah. in or you shut this yeah. off 45 minutes ago. I have learned a lot. Yeah. And I'm Personally, sure you have Personally, I'm feeling overwhelmed right yeah, now. Yeah. But very Already weird. feeling a sense of dread. Yeah. Now let's get into how the universe is going to die, yeah, yeah. shall we? Yeah, we've just been prefacing how we got to now. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the creation stuff is enough. Yeah. Uh, so the end scenario number one sounds delicious, but isn't. It's oh. called the big crunch. Oh, that mm. does sound delicious. Yeah. It does. I'll I don't like that term. I like Gnad Gib because that's Big Bang backwards. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, Colossal nerd. Yes. Good. Gnad Gib. Gnad Gib. So until actually re quite recently, yeah. this was the only theory as to how the universe would end. Okay. 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 So the assumption is all the galaxies are expanding away from each other. Right. And... Yeah. Like throwing a ball into the air, yeah. at some point, gravity is going to start pulling the, or slowing this expansion. Right, okay. And then pulling them back together. So yep. if you picture you're throwing a ball, it's moving fastest the second it moves your hand, leaves your hand. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it just slows down until yep. it gets to the point where it hits zero and then comes back. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. So that's what everyone just assumed that's what would be happening based right. off of what we're seeing. Okay. 
the thought was it would gravity would eventually reverse the uh, expansion of the universe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pull everything back together into one giant black hole, yeah. and then uh, who knows what would happen next? It would crunch, crunch. all everything in together. Is that based on like? So does that mean that there is a center point of the galaxy or the, of the universe? This is one of the theories. Okay. Uh, Would we, are there any ideas, are there estimates of where the center of the universe is? This is the question in that it was everywhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so we are the center of the universe. Oh, <laughs> so it's us. It's, it's yeah. us. Does that mean that time would reverse? Not necessarily. Be- right. Yeah. No. No, no that I guess, wouldn't happen. Yeah, no, it's. It would slow down as you. It would slow down as you approach all of these big bangs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was there's no math for this right. for the big bang. It's just based on. It's just based off just assuming what would com- happen. Yeah. Okay. Fair sense. enough. Okay. That, and that's like the scenario that I'm. That I've kind of yeah. heard about. Yeah. Because yeah. when we were kids, yeah. like I remember in the '90s reading yeah. uh, cosmology textbooks, and yeah. like they were like, "This is how the universe is going to end. Yeah. Right. It's going to end with a big crunch." Yeah. And then there's the possibility that after everything crunches down to this infinitely small point. Mm-hmm. That it would just initiate another It'll Big Bang, okay. because okay. that would explain where the Big Bang comes from. It just is the sure. negative of the Big Crunch. Yeah, but that just where did the last one come from? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. But it does, in a way, poetically sure. solve the idea that there was a time before the Big Bang because right. there was infinite it big bounces happening. Yeah, crunching. Uh, you know, it at least solves that one. Uh, it reckons that one sure. idea Fair about, about yep. time, um, but. It turns out that the big crunch isn't going to happen. Okay. Uh, well, that's satisfying. That's good. Yeah. yeah it uh, seems. But that was hmm. the prevailing theory until as recently as 1998. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> well, this is kind of an emerging field, so I guess everything's going to be reasonable. Yeah. In, in 98, hmm. two competing teams tried to accurately measure yep. the expansion rate of the universe. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we knew it was expanding, but how fast? Right. And both these teams... We're like, we're going to be the first one to figure it out. Yep. And they ended up splitting the Nobel Prize okay. uh, for this discovery. <laughs> right. They observed that the universe is expanding, mm-hmm. but it isn't slowing down, as you would expect from the big crunch theory. Fair enough. Okay. It's accelerating. Mm. Oh. Mm. Means it's getting faster. Huh. And stuff doesn't accelerate right. without a force. Right. F equals MA. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. you, so things can't go faster unless you're... Pushing it with a force. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they had, they won the Nobel Prize for discovering this, but they had no explanation as to what was pushing these galaxies apart. Well, couldn't it still be the effect of the Big Bang? Yeah. The initial. It wouldn't if it's just based off of gravity. It would be slowing down. It'd be moving away, but slowing down because gravity is slowing you down constantly. But could it not be such? Couldn't we still be in the? Could it be in the acceleration? Can we still be in the kaboom phase? In classic physics, if you think yeah. about throwing a ball, yeah. it moves the fastest the second it leaves your hand. Okay. And then it's slowing down. It's always ever, constantly oh, slowing down, right? Gotcha. gotcha. Okay, yeah. I see. I we see. don't yeah. play sports. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the, yeah. the sports yeah, So it's thing. always slowing down. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So uh, oh, okay. they were saying there's some force that's acting on these galaxies, and right. they didn't know what it was, so they yeah. called it dark energy. Ooh. You may have heard of it. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. This is quite controversial because they, even today, there's no real idea what dark energy is. Right. But they're just, they're certain it exists because there's 
there's certain that the uh, the galaxies are yeah. accelerating away. That's kind yeah. of the next yeah. fudge factor, sort of. <laughs> it is actually bit. true because this that means fudge yeah. the cosmological fudge factor yeah. now goes back in. Right. Okay. But instead of canceling out the expansion, yeah. it speeds up the expansion. Oh, okay. All right. So right now, there's a lot of uh, measurements going on to determine what that fudge, like how fast the universe yeah. is actually mm-hmm. expanding, or the, yeah. the how fast it's accelerating. But if it's expanding and it's accelerating, the expansion is what is accelerating. Right, right. right. If okay, the expansion is accelerating. Yeah. So everything's moving away from us. F- faster every second. Okay. Hmm. Now get this. I, think I might know where this is going, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so get this. Uh, there are galaxies right now. Yep. That are moving away from us yep. faster than the speed of light. Wow. What? what? Wait, faster than wait, the wait, 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 universal wait, wait, wait. speed yeah. limit? Yeah. Didn't we set that as the Didn't speed limit? Didn't we establish yeah. that? So nothing can travel through space faster than light. Okay. Mm-hmm. But space can expand at infinite rate. So it's the space is carrying the galaxies away, okay. not that they are flying through space. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh God. I feel like I'm ill-equipped for this particular episode. <laughs> I was not, I was yeah. not prepared. Mentally, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I was not yeah. prepared. Wow. Okay. I, I think I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. So yeah. wait, so now there are... There are galaxies moving away from us faster than the speed of light. Correct. Would we see those? We'll get to there. Okay. <laughs> so, perspective. Okay. That's sorry. your line. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> perspective. Okay. This was in 1998. Jeez. It's <laughs> a long time ago. Like, we were like watching Armageddon. Yeah, and we right? were like, we I were hope that universe isn't expanded. Yeah. electronica. Yeah. Oh Listen to, uh, was trans control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Like this is our lifetime. We were almost adults. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you and I, Lee's well, a little bit older. Yeah. Some of us were. <laughs> <laughs> we were effectively within the range of being adults yeah, at the time of this. Some of us were three yeah. years away from high school. <laughs> so yes, this wow. dark energy. No, okay. dark energy leads into the other scenarios for possible okay. end. Mm-hmm. Now the next. Scenario for death, mm-hmm. scenario two, mm-hmm. is called the big freeze. Mm-hmm. They love using big for everything. Yeah, right. As you you kind of well, figured out this stuff. Universe. Universe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is also known as heat death, which is kind of cooler. Ooh, I like heat you death. Get, freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Heat death. In, in short, it's really everything's different. just going to burn out, run out of energy, and slowly get cold. Okay. Mm. <laughs> uh, there, as a side note, there's a really awesome video. Yeah. Called The Time Lapse of the Future by uh, an artist named Melody Sheep. Okay. It's essentially an animated music video that's like yep. half an hour long, uh-huh. and it's okay. going to show an animation of exactly what we're going to talk about right now. Check out the show notes. I'm yeah. sure it's going to yeah. be in there. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Okay. So, currently, yep. uh, in terms of now, we yep. live in what is called the Stelliferous Era, which is the age of stars. Okay. So, <laughs> and that means stars exist. Yeah. Hey. Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> every day. <laughs> awesome. No so, problem. Nice. nice. <laughs> so, stars form by collapsed... Uh, hydrogen clouds, which in nebulae, and yep. basically it's hydrogen fusing, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Listen to this. Sunshine episode. Sunshine episode. Yeah, episode. Yeah. 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 episode so, six. Stars evolve <laughs> and they die and they burn out. They explode, supernovas, red yep. giants, yada, yada, yeah, yeah. yada. So eventually, the stars don't create more hydrogen. They just use hydrogen. Mm, okay. So eventually, we're going to run out of hydrogen. 
Right. Mm. There's going to be no more nebulae to collapse into stars. Oh. There's hmm. only going to be the the cores of what remains of the stars. So yep. These are the white dwarves uh, and the, the, the neutron stars, and right. these are the, the the skeletons of the stars after they die. Yeah. Right. And isn't that just like carbon? The, the time yeah, they're all the, like crushed. It's, uh, we'll get to the, that, but okay, m- sure. most of it is degenerate matter. Matter. Okay. Oh, that's right. You mentioned yeah. matter. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, the stars are going to burn out. And this, yeah. as we, uh, larger stars burn out in millions of years. Mm-hmm. Medium stars burn out in billions of years. Okay. It, it's actually kind of reversed from what you think. The lower mass stars take uh, longer yeah. to burn. Oh, okay. sure. Because yeah. they have less gravity, so they actually burn slower. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, so fair the enough. lowest mass stars are red dwarves. Okay. They take a trillion years to burn. Wow. Um, so if you think about the galaxy or the universe is 13.7 billion years old, oh. the red dwarves are 1% old now. Okay. So <laughs> the we, first red dwarves ever. What? So we, we got, we got some yeah. time before they use up all the hydrogen. Yeah. Okay. Huh. okay. Um, but eventually started. those are going to burn out. Yeah. And then you're just going to be out of hydrogen to create new stars. Right. So it's predicted that this will take about a hundred trillion years before we run out of hydrogen and okay. no new stars will be born. Okay. So we got some time. We have a little mm. bit of time. So during this hundred trillion year era, yep. some interesting stuff is going to happen. Okay. Okay. Mm. Semi sidebar. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm loving the sidebars. There's a concept called the cosmic event horizon. Mm. And remember how I mentioned that there are galaxies that are currently moving away faster than the speed of light from yeah. us? Yeah. 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 So that means the light from those galaxies that is emitted right now yeah. will never reach us right. because it's. It's moving away faster right, yeah, than like a travel. You're, it's basically running up an escalator that's that's going faster than right. it is. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And so the the those galaxies are at what we call the cosmic event horizon because we'll never be able to reach those galaxies. Huh. Wow. But because they're accelerating, that means at some point they were slow enough that we could see them. Right. Okay. And then they've crossed this cosmic event horizon. Okay. Okay. So we see light from galaxies now. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, that's a galaxy. But we're seeing it from 13 billion years ago. Right. Yeah. But then by now, yeah. it's gone past the cosmic event horizon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that means it's unreachable, right. but we're still seeing its light. Oh, boy. We're basically seeing a, a, a shadow or a hologram right. of, of what those galaxies were. And, and, and you said most galaxies are moving away from us? Yep. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the depressing part. Okay. Okay, <laughs> good. That's what we're here for. From all the galaxies that we see right now, yep. 96.7% of them mm-hmm. are beyond the cosmic event horizon. Ooh. We will never be able to reach them. Mm. But we will still get light from them for billions of years because they were right. close enough to emit right. the light and it's right. within our event horizon. Wow. Still, it's kind of a hollow victory. You feel like you got the So most shaft. of these galaxies right. are gone. That's a galaxy. I thought I was feeling a sense of isolation when you were telling us how far Alpha Centauri was. <laughs> it just got a whole lot bigger. Yeah. Wow. So so as the universe accelerates away, yeah. you're, you're kind of seeing where this is going. Yeah. Every galaxy is going to be gone. Okay. And you there will be no galaxies in the sky. Are they all leaving to like they're all together and kind of like flipping? <laughs> they're us they're off in a better place. They... <laughs> well, you can feel good for them because they yeah. will all be isolated as well. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Oh, they're in the gang. If, like, if everyone's sad, everyone's in yeah, solitary. Okay. That's better. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's like finding geez. out. Like, did you do your homework last night? Oh, yeah. me either. Okay. Good, good, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> wow. So uh, this will happen about a trillion years. So okay. by the time the first red dwarves potentially are burning out, <laughs> yeah. Right. Luckily, there'll be no other galaxies to see the, <laughs> oh, that embarrassment. 
I love the idea yeah. of it being an embarrassment that it's burning out. <laughs> oh, you ran out. Look at that loser. He ran out of hydrogen. <laughs> yeah. Nerd. <laughs> and, and this is the interesting sort of philosophical discussion. In a trillion years, if a, if a new... A, a new race of sentient yeah. uh, beings yeah. comes into existence and they, mm -hmm. let's say they're as smart as us. Sure. Mm. They're not going to see any galaxies. Right. They right. won't see any redshift. Right. They won't know that the, the, the universe was expanding because they can't see anything. Mm -hmm. And in fact, that the, the cosmic microwave background would have redshifted at this point into an, an undetectably long wavelength. So there's no cosmic microwave background. Mm -hmm. There's no expanding uh, galaxies. They would actually think that the universe is static. And that they were the center. Of the, like that's all they were. They would think what we thought a yeah. hundred years right. ago. Oh, so it's kind of like a full circle. Kind <laughs> Except of for we have all the evidence Except and be right. yeah, the right. evidence Essentially. is cleaned yeah. up. Wow. And, and just to doubt, like imagine that. That is That's... an eerie future to picture. Yeah. I mean, again, we don't know. You said trillions. A years, trillion years. A trillion yeah. years. Like that. Yeah. Inconceivable. Yes. But wow. Well, we know Earth will be long Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. But some other, yeah. Yeah. See what you're yeah. saying. These are some other suckers that this won't know this information. Other, sure, bunch yeah. Of like dumb once, once, look, once the Earth wipes us out in like 50 years tops and it returns <laughs> to its normal state of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stays that way for a couple billion years and then a new civilization comes. And then the sun eats us and then. Oh, right. Remember that part. Remember yeah, that? I forgot about that part. <laughs> that's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. That's a dark image. Yeah. So that, yep. that's something that will happen before all the stars burn out. So, right. Okay. So it's okay. good. To, they don't have to suffer that embarrassment. Sure. Right. Uh, <laughs> so after about 100 trillion years, all the stars are going to burn out. Okay. And then we enter the degenerate era, which mm -hmm. is... As you were saying, this degenerate carbon right. all, all, and uh, neutron stars and all degenerate matter—that's all right. that's going to exist. These are the skeletons of of the uh, of the dead stars, just radiating out their heat. But they're cool right. now. There's almost no substantial energy right. or heat being created at this point. Wow! So after 100 trillion years, it's hard to even conceive of how any anyone could survive. Right? right. Like, mm -hmm. how do you extract energy from this point? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's some things you could extract energy from black holes, but okay. let's not worry about that. Sure. <laughs> Maybe we'll figure that out <laughs> in the next trillion years. <laughs> and then you end up with just with dead planets, mm -hmm. dead stars floating around. Right. Uh, and they can kind of float around for what you would describe as forever. Mm -hmm. But if protons decay, mm -hmm. So protons are a fundamental building block of sure. matter. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. may have heard of them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and there's, they're expected to be extremely stable, mm -hmm. but they could decay in the same way that radioactive atoms decay. Okay. We don't know if they would. Right. But if they do decay, by 10 to the power of 40 years, yeah. all protons would have decayed okay. into essentially muons and electrons. Okay. And like it's, it's sure. building blocks, basically, yeah. Not, yeah. not matter. Right. Okay. So that... All that's going to exist after this point is black holes with the stellar remnants yep. of the dead stars yep. and just a bunch of electrons and stuff floating around. <laughs> wow. So you can't live on a black hole and you yep. can't live on a star. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Now we... <laughs> so... <laughs> 10 to I'm, the 40. And I'm picturing <laughs> no no light in this universe, I'm assuming? I think the, the, the star is maybe still slowly radiating as much heat as a light bulb. So very dim. <laughs> yeah, dim. So a dark, planetless nightmare yeah. realm full of full black of holes. Black holes. But, I mean, pro all the protons have decayed at this point, yeah. so your matter doesn't exist as we know it. Uh, okay. 
Okay. So after, after about Lord. ten of the forty years, yep. we enter the black hole era. Okay. You can guess what you can guess what dominates this era. Things get better? Yeah. <laughs> no? They turn it around. <laughs> Eventually all the stars that are heavy are gonna yep. be attracted to the black holes. They'll right. drift into the black holes and get yep. sucked into black holes. Okay. Hmm. And then it just creates this mass of giant black holes right. isolated from each other because they've all been sp- spreading away at this, right, right, this right. time. Mm, yeah. But you basically just have black holes. Now, they don't le- exist as black holes forever. Okay. Because black holes actually evaporate Oh, hmm. via Hawking radiation. Oh. It's essentially this quantum effect that okay. allows black holes to very, very slowly evaporate. Okay. So, uh, for example, the smallest possible black hole yeah. could evaporate in about 10 to the power of 68 years. Okay. So one with the 68 zeros. Okay. So, so soon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the largest theoretical, you miss it. <laughs> the largest theoretical black holes would evaporate in about a million Google years. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. That's 10 to the power of 106. Nice. Oh my God. It's good when you get to use the number. Go- the Google. Yeah. Google. yeah, we got a word for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah finally. We're into the word territory. So the, I got to say, my dad was a math teacher. <laughs> yeah. I knew about Google when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, like right Google here. is one with 100 zeros. Okay. And Googleplex is yeah. one with a Google zeros. Wow. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I know that. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. So the evap- mm-hmm. black holes evaporate, and then basically there's no matter. There's just... Leftover leptons, right. which are like electrons and muons and okay. the building blocks of things that decayed yep. and, and no black holes. And that's forever. No matter. I'm just, nothing matters. Picturing like the sound of, this is not, obviously not possible, but like the <laughs> sound of like wind and just like dust <laughs> swirling around. Yeah. No light. That would be so. Like a party. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish I heard wind. Yeah. I, I believe it was my... My buddy Neil Tyson okay. that said mm. the universe won't end with a bang but with a whimper. Uh, it's <laughs> just gonna fade into nothingness. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that's that scenario just number picture two. Nothing. Just close your eyes. What do you see? That's what it'll be. But don't Cosmic worry. Cosmic terror is what I see. <laughs> <laughs> is, don't worry though. There's actually a much more interesting option. Okay. That Fair isn't enough. that isn't the big heat. Where people death. ride around on dolphins. And- Fair enough. Will it also require me to get a hug after we're done recording this? <laughs> Possibly. Okay. Can you restart it with a new? <laughs> so the third scenario. So. Not this time. <laughs> you're not going to like this one, though. Okay. It's actually worse. Okay. The third scenario is the big rip. Ooh. Oh, that's Peter. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me by a split second to the fart joke. <laughs> So, okay. so we know dark Sorry. energy is accelerating the the expansion of the universe. Okay. And we sort of know the rate of acceleration. Right, okay. Yeah. And if that rate of acceleration is constant, mm-hmm. it's fine. All the galaxies will separate from each other, but the galaxies that we're in will hold their gravity and they'll stay together right. and you'll just be isolated galaxies. Okay. But you'll survive to die in a heat death in a Google years. Perfect. Mm. So that's that'll happen. But yep. if the dark energy is causing the acceleration to also accelerate. Okay. So that means acceleration yeah. isn't accelerating. Yeah. <laughs> then we're in trouble. Yeah. Because that just means, and if that acceleration has no limit, yeah. which it possibly could not, Okay. Okay. Yeah. that just means space is going to constantly keep getting more and more separate together. Right. Okay. Yeah. This uh, is the third crazy option. This is, the, okay, this okay, is yeah. the crazy option. Mm-hmm. This is the silly one. This is the, yeah. yeah. Not silly. We'll see. We'll okay, see. fair enough. <laughs> so, so as this acceleration accelerates, yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. end up getting okay. The, all the all the galaxies get torn apart. 
Okay. Because right. space expands. Then you get your own galaxy mm-hmm. will start getting separated. Okay. To this expansion. Oh, okay. So the galaxy gets torn apart. It's mm. so like the stars are getting okay pulled apart. Yeah, then then the, the the star systems get yeah. pulled apart yeah, okay. as, oh. as this acceleration increases. Uh-oh. Mm. Then then your planet gets pulled apart. Uh-oh. No. Then the space between you and me get pulled apart. Uh-oh. And then the space between your individual atoms get pulled apart. <laughs> mm, I don't like where this that's, is going. That's uh, <laughs> problematic. Yeah, that's a bit of an issue. And essentially every atom in the universe okay. ends up getting torn on the molecular or the atomic Jeez. level oh my by God. the runaway expansion of of dark energy. Okay. Dark energy is basically a six-year-old boy. Yeah, right. <laughs> breaks everything. Yeah. yeah. And then all of our constituent, uh, yeah. you know, building blocks of our atoms will be an infinite distance apart. So, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> I feel like that's a little bit like the heat death, but like a more punk way of doing it. Because <laughs> you Burn end up with the everything. same like pieces of what was the universe floating around, right? Yeah. yeah. They're just all in half. They're just, yeah. all, they're just all a universe away from each other. Jeez. It's like a teenager yeah. trashing yeah. his room. It, it, yeah. Effectively, your cosmic horizon yep. collapses. Okay. <laughs> Because then you, you end up thing you can no longer interact with things further right. and further away. So it's your cosmic horizon. Okay. Shrinks. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so this could happen yep. in about twenty two billion years. That's, that's not soon. that long. Yeah, yeah. it'll happen. <laughs> if the it'll red happen, dwarfs won't even get a chance. To, it'll yeah. be way before any of that other stuff happens. Okay. So the idea is, is this going to happen? Right. Yeah. And currently. The rate of the expansion of the universe, yep. the acceleration, the error bars are too large to determine whether uh-huh. or not it will expand yep. at the constant rate or will have a big rip. Okay. Mm. It's more likely that heat death is the way to, what's going to happen. Okay. But the error suggests that the big rip is still a viable possibility. Hmm. Huh. It's like the eight ball ask again later. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And that's the end of your, your days, end of days. Wow. Mm. I don't care for any of those. That, no. <laughs> can we just can we just keep going? <laughs> can we can we go back to when the big crunch was an option? Because yeah. that one at least sounds tasty. <laughs> and at least it's at least brings us all back together. I was gonna say we all meet back in the middle yeah. instead of being like thrown <laughs> apart. Thrown apart in or in yeah. lost in yeah. black hole. Yeah. I'm gonna make it really dark Bill. here. Okay. You remember <sighs> the show Firefly? I do. One of my favorite lines yeah. is when Mal yeah. Uh, has to send his his crew away. Okay, yeah. And then Inara says, Mal, you don't have to die alone. Yeah. And he says, everyone dies alone. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that is dark. That's dark stuff. And that is, that is a, that's a good note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all disastrous. Wow. Mm. That was, fr- I'm so happy we did this episode. <laughs> oh, me too. I feel like this was, the- <laughs> when... If and when this podcast come to an end, we're just going to re-air this episode, I think. Yeah, this, has to, this is your, like, uh, series finale. Just hold on to this. this yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to release it because it's awesome, but we're going to, like, the series finale is going to be a replay of this one. I think so. Because that's... It's untoppable. Like, I thought I had a, I thought I had a rough time researching the Donald Crowhurst episode, but I... <laughs> this one's going to be with me for a while. Yeah. That image is terrifying of the heat death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like husks, mm-hmm. husks and black holes. Yeah. Wow. That's super cool. Yeah. That's a lot to wrap your mind around. So when we get too happy in the future 
can we have you on the podcast again? <laughs> <laughs> Knock us down a peg. That'll be another disaster. Yeah, we, we got yeah. some nuclear disasters coming up, yeah. so we'll probably mm. bring you back for those. I understand an atom or two. Okay, well, clearly. <laughs> that was super cool. Yeah. Music? Yeah, music. <laughs> so, uh, how should we... Normally, Lee's goes first. Let's, but you're the uh, guest, so... I, I, guess. Guess. I guess. Okay, okay, well... Yeah. Yeah. I know you guys are the music first. aficionados, but I sure. think you're going to really like this Nickelback song I've picked up. Oh, okay, <laughs> let's just cut it off there. Yeah, Thanks for listening. <laughs> no. Uh, no, so, so my yeah. song, the band is Enter Shikari. They're oh, okay. a British electronic core band. Okay. And right. the song, this is going to be a real stretch to find the connection here. The okay. song is called Redshift. Oh. oh. I think I knew that song before, but now I know why it's called that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the song, uh, lyrically, it's about the expanding... Uh, universe the cosmic horizon what if you looked up and there were no stars or no galaxies in the sky okay and they sing about that type of stuff that's freaking Uh, awesome it is the least representative of their style of music okay because it's more sort of a standard rock song okay Mm. but it is definitely appropriate for this show okay cool awesome and you probably heard some of it just now yeah lee how about you uh i'm going with a song by uh skinny puppy Hey, I love Skinny Puppy. Hey, Skinny Puppy. My favorite band since I'm 14 years old. Awesome. Uh, And the song I picked is called Download. Okay. Uh, It's from their 1991 album, Last Rites. Yep. When the word download didn't mean much. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) I was like, what's that? 91. What is that? Uh, But it's basically a long, like a kind of a 10-minute instrumental piece, and it just sounds like everything unraveling. Okay. Like it's just this sort of dirgy dump of electronic okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, for like the first half and then the second half is this long ambient droning the second half's like one of my favorite pieces of music ever Yeah, and it's just it's just sort of the aftermath awesome that's your big bang heat death right there there yeah, you go that's yeah. sweet so yeah, I'm sure there's no sound like, we didn't even ask about that is there sound but I don't think there's sound in space right now yeah so but there's something, isn't there? There's like sub bass notes, or uh, that's all theoretical. Uh, I'm making it up. I'm okay, just making it up. Anyway, yeah. skinny puppy. Download. Interesting note on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the temperature of space isn't actually absolute zero. Really? It's 2.7 Kelvin. Oh, okay. And the reason the temperature is not zero is yeah. because that is the cosmic microwave background oh. still uh, heating up and rearing space from its head absolute again. zero right yeah. again. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so my music. Yes. Uh, I feel like you both going to know this band. It's Juno Reactor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Masters uh, of the Universe. Uh, well, no, not quite. But <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, so it's actually a guy named Ben Watkins. It's usually like a collaborative project. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, I forgot about this, but he collaborated with Don Davis to do the soundtrack to Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions. Oh, okay. And the year before that, he did the score for Ballistic X versus Sever, <laughs> which if you haven't seen, that? treat yourself. Okay. Check that one out. <laughs> Antonio Banderas and Selma Hayek in one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I thought it was oh. Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu, you're right. Sorry. Why did I think Desperados? Desperado. That's about time, Mexico. Anyway, uh, so it's off his first or their first album, Transmissions, from 1993, yeah. and it's the song The Heavens. Great. And I picked it because Juno Reactor, from the moment that I've heard them... They've always sounded like big and cosmic to me. They use a lot of like spacey sounds, uh, grand, kind of like orchestral, grand scale sort of sounding techno. Uh, and incidentally, actually, the latest album they released called Into Valhalla is amazing. Hmm. It's it's one new track, and then there's four remixes, and those four remixes sound like what you remember the track sounded like when they first came out. If you know what I mean, because uh-huh. you listen to the Heavens and it's 
a little bit dated, like it's clearly 93 techno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did a remix of one of my favorite songs of his, Comet. Mm. Uh, and the remix sounds like, gives me the same feeling that I had when I listened to Comet back in like 98 or Okay. Super cool. Nice. So, next time, huh. grab a snack because we're headed back in time when the Fertile Crescent was hungrier than you've ever been. <laughs> Just going to go from sunshine to sunshine on this podcast. We're getting darker and darker. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for listening. If you want to follow us, check us out on social medias at This Disaster Pod in Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out our website, www.thisdisasterpod.com. Don't forget we have that brand new shop with lots of sweet stuff on it. And that's pretty much it, I think. Lee, anything to add? Just want to say thanks to our guest, Norm, for... Yeah. You're Coming down and enlightening us. And Won't be the last time. Yeah. yeah. I'm no longer alone in my dread. Great. No, You've we certainly share spread that it here. You. Yeah. And to all of the listeners that will not be sleeping for the next few yeah. nights, I'm assuming. Don't forget, everyone dies alone. Everyone. Good night. See you next week. Okay.